Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, big welcome to you on a Sunday morning. It's great to have your company wherever you might be right around the country. Miles Fitzner having a well-earned break. It's been a big campaign for him over the last couple of months, so he's having a week off. Uh, John Donahoe's my name. It's a pleasure to be back with you. I'm freshened up. I'm ready to go. It's been a big month for me as well. And Tommy Haylock from Betfair joins us as well. Don't forget, Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello, Tommy. Great to be with you, mate. Yeah, how's, how come Miles gets a rest and I don't? Oh, gee, uh, I, I was up in Darwin a few more days than him. And when when you when you're a, a big big wig here at Sen, you can uh, you can pick and choose. D tag it taking weeks off when he needs to. M Fitzner, <laughs> I think what I think what that shows you is that they're just really positioning themselves for the spring. They're just freshening themselves up for a big campaign that's coming up in the next couple of months. I might need to speak to my bosses at Betfair and see if I can do the same, mate. It's going to be a big spring. I'll tell you it what, is. it's in the air too. There's a lot of good horses Absolutely. going around. We're going to get back to that. But 0499-736-736. We want people to come and join us, Tommy, for the next hour. Cam Luke and Sam Hyland are going to be with uh, with you from, one, uh, from 12 o'clock to run through the big day of racing action. Tommy, I've got to get this out of the way as well. SEN Survivor this week at Sandown. And this week, Tommy, this is massive. Our friends at Australian Jumps Racing Association have jumped on board. They're throwing in a brand new TCL 55-inch smart TV valued up to $795 on top of the $500 cash uh, this week as well. Win $500 playing SEN Track Survivor this week. Pick a place getter at Sandown. You could win the 55-inch TCL Smart TV valued at $7.95. Thanks to the Australian Jumps Racing Association, sensurvivor.com.au. Registrations close at 12.30. So if you want a new TV, get on board. Uh, now, Tommy, what do we got? Uh, we're going to get into the lay bin shortly, but uh, it's been a big week, a big weekend, I guess, so far of racing, football, sport, a lot happening in the world of sport. And I told you about my my lay bin a moment ago, and we're uh, we're ready to get stuck into it as well. Do you want to kick us off with the the lay bin? We're going to speak to Rory Flanagan as well throughout the show. Yeah, looking forward to speaking to Rory as well. We've got Artorias coming up tonight. I can't wait for that in a Group One in France. So we'll chat with Rory soon. Um, a couple of horses overnight as well that might be heading over for the spring, Johnny. So, nice. um, yeah, plenty to touch on the next hour. I can't wait. The lay bin. I want to hear from uh, everybody on the media as well. What are you putting in the lay bin? Mm. What are you laying? Um, I haven't got too much. I've come back from a, a week in Darwin, the uh, Darwin yes. Cup. I'm, I'm putting in. I should put the. the you putting the Darwin Cup in the lay bin? No, I should put their <laughs> lifestyle in the lay bin. Jesus, hard to recover from a week in Darwin. Uh, <laughs> their lifestyle. That's probably in the lay bin. Um, bad playlists. Now Ooh, I was driving yeah. around Kakadu and um, Catherine and around there. Mm-hmm. I said I, I coming from the Darwin Hotel last week with Fitzy. I put uh, the fact that I was the only person to drive manual in the lay bin really? in the car. So I had to drive all weekend. <laughs> so that was in the lay bin. But the person operating the, the playlist in the car, oh, no. that's in the lay bin. Okay, I, I, I'm driving. I'm doing oh, what no. I can for the team. <laughs> and I have to put up with that rubbish. So bad playlists in the bin. I like it. That 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 being the only person to be able to drive a manual is is a real... 
uh, poor situation because it just means you've got to be in charge of everything. Uh, when I was overseas last week, and um, the last couple of weeks, they only have manual cars basically over there, and I can't drive manual. So I was oh, stuck. Oh, you're in the lay-bin was, too. Yeah, I'm in the lay-bin as well. So oh. I was stuck in certain situations with the fiancé, and we were just sitting there playing cards while on holidays, and <laughs> there's no room in the car for us because there's kids and there's everyone else oh. is going. So. Yeah, Come dri- on, mate. Driving a manual car. I'm going to have to learn. You, you have, have to, to learn. learn. Yeah, You're uh, in the lay bin. I can't yeah. do two things at once, though, Tommy, unfortunately. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. What are you putting in the lay bin this week in life, in sport? Anything you want to discuss? Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Just something. One other thing I've picked up mm-hmm. on. I, I'm pretty good this week. I'm pretty happy, obviously. Yeah. I've been, been away. But AFL and Fox footy tweeting. Oh. Um, Obviously, just trying to get hits and, and clickbait, but also them tweeting about umpires and controversial mm. decisions and riling up the supporters. We're trying to get umpires back into the mix. We're doing everything we can. We're getting out the scent from the game and, and what a debacle that was earlier in the year. It's been a bit better. But um, I'll tell you what, they they, can't, they shouldn't be tweeting about umpires. Is this a controversial decision? Riling up the supporters, getting mm. everyone to, to tweet and reply about how bad the decision is and the umpiring is. You don't need that. No. Nah. So you and I had a quick discussion off air and I don't get this. If they're, if we're in a world where we've got a lack of umpires, like you said, why are we highlighting mistakes made? Now, all umpires make mistakes. We saw we saw mistakes yesterday. We saw mistakes last week. We'll, we'll see mistakes for the next hundred years. We don't need to highlight them though. And I, I've always been a big, big um, advocate of umpires don't win your games and umpires don't lose your games because they don't kick it through the big sticks. They make the decisions that they see fit. So I'm with you on that. that that's a big lay-bin for me. Um, the AFL or, or AFL media organisations asking supporters because... It's just hypocritical, because, isn't it? Because like, there's, there's so much toxicity on on Twitter as well that it takes one or two people to go, oh, umpires are cheats, that then someone else jumps on board and all of a sudden you've got a, a smear campaign against umpires. Oh, I'm with you on that, Tommy. That's a good one. We don't need that. Um Miles Fitzner, he's texting in on, even on his day off. Oh. Labin, adult men playing video games on airplanes. <laughs> so I was sitting were next you, to... Were you no, like this wasn't solitaire? me. This wasn't me. I was sitting next to Fitzy on the plane. This is a very good one. And I'll, <laughs> I'll let over to him. But there was a full-grown adult. He was wearing, like, probably chinos and nice dress shoes yeah. and a shirt tucked in, looking smart. He literally played... What is it? Wii or whatever yeah, it is with yeah. the all the whole flight for three and a half hours. He really? was playing some shoot me up game. You don't need that as I, a 35, yeah. 40 year old bloke on a plane, do you? I saw I saw a lot of people on an international flight for, for a good four hours, five hours of a thirteen hour trip from Dubai to Melbourne, playing solitaire, playing car games, playing whatnot. I, I thought I got better things to do, like sleep, or I watch movies, or something like that. Surely on an airplane, that's the last place you play. I'm with you. Good call, Milo. He's he's already enjoying his week off. Speaking of Milo, I yeah. should put him in the lay bin Ooh. because he he had to have the window seat on the way home. We really? had to swap seats. <laughs> he was not happy. He pulled he rank. Was, he was not happy. He uh, he lost it. He had a big weight got to him, and he said, "I'm having the window he seat rank. here." Yeah, I'm. Wow. Uh, being the nice bloke I am, I said, no worries, Fitzy. You you do what you need to do. But yeah. well, I, I semi pull rank when when the missus gets the aisle seat. I say, <laughs> look, I'm I'm a bit taller than you, so I, I might take the aisle seat off you. But wow, he's pulled rank on the window. Yeah, unbelievable scenes yeah. at the airport, mate. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. I've got a, I've actually got a couple, so I've told you one of them, and then I've got a second one. I'll, this is I'll, good. I'll go with the one I told you sec- last, but the first one, and it's on the uh, it's on the AFL as well. 
people who are jumping up and down saying that Ed Langdon's comments last week were were bad or disrespectful or rude. You can all get in the lay bin. Yes, I we love have this. been asking for I love footballers. This. This is good. We've been asking footballers for years and years in the most media managed game and competition on the planet. We've been asking footballers to tell us what they really think. NBA players do it. NFL players do it all the time. Trash talk. I'm bringing it back. Oh, I want more of it. I've, this, I'm so, I, I'm so, I couldn't more. agree with you more. This is brilliant. Give us more trash talk. And if you're one of those who say, ah, oh, Ed Langdon, what a rude, rude person. He should worry about his own game first. No. They won a premiership last year. They can say whatever the hell they want until September 26th this year. Oh, I love it. We need more of it. We need more of it. Be honest. And, and you know what? Collingwood got the ultimate revenge anyway. Do you really, they went out and won. Do you really think his his uh, his comments changed the game whatsoever? No, it it you know what it made it Better. more exciting. Exactly, and that would we would get so much more of that. Media managers out there, I'm putting you all in the lay bin. Tell your players to say whatever the hell they want. Be honest. Be honest. Um, Somebody texted in and said Nintendo Switch. That's the word I was looking for. Um, past the time, he's put me in the lay bin here. He's, <laughs> he reckons the Nintendo Switch uh, is elite areas, so okay. I'm in the lay bin. Interesting. Uh, my second one for the lay bin as well, I, I'm putting it on the McLaren F1 team. Dan yes. Ricciardo has, yeah. well, uh, reportedly been sacked. Big money deal. He came over from Renault a couple of years ago. He was the the Messiah. They gave him a rubbish car this year, and now they're putting all the blame on him. And all of a sudden, he's gone. Well, he'll be gone at the end of the year. And Oscar Piastri, another Australian, who we will all support, is going to jump on board uh, the McLaren next year. And funnily enough, uh, Mark Webber, another Australian, was involved in the the process behind this. Was he? Yeah. Well, he's Oscar Piastri's manager, right? So he's he's, he's worked go. behind the scenes on this. So I'm putting the McLaren F1 team. Zach Brown, we all know from uh, from Drive, Drive to, to Survive. survive. Yep. I'm putting them in the lay bin. You you need to be more respectful to your drivers. Take some responsibility. It's your own fault that you gave him a rubbish car. I'm putting McLaren in the lay bin. Uh, yeah. do you a fan of Zach Brown? I'm a fan of Formula One. I'm a fan of most teams. I think he's got a little bit of a – he's got an air of arrogance about him that I'm I'm not comfortable with. Ooh, I like this. I don't know. Come out. I don't know. Good, you'd, I just, you'd be a Gunther fan, wouldn't you? Yeah, he's, <laughs> I love him. I love him. He, he says, it, says it like it is. He you is can't really understand him half the time. <laughs> but he, he says it like it is, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. Drive Survive, one of the great Netflix shows. He is a referee. But I think they – you know, Dan Ricciardo – is is a good driver in his own right. He he, you know, needs a bit more respect. He has won what six races, six um, six titles or whatever, six races in his career, whatever it is. I think he's being poorly treated here. Now he'll get a he'll get a, a bucket load of cash to take with him, and whether his next step is different, a different side of motorsport, or to go to you know Haas or one of those. Would he go back to Alpine? Would they take him? Who knows? Well, that's that's a natural step, him mm. going back to Alpine, but. Um, yeah, because there's a vacant seat there, but um, <laughs> after he left, it's them. a bit controversial, isn't mm, it? Because they obviously formerly were Renault. Correct, so, correct. Yeah. But um, yeah, McLaren. Yeah, well, good luck to Oscar Piastri. I'm excited for him. He's a star. What yeah. he did in F2 a couple of years ago was yes. superb. Yes. Um, but their their car is notoriously hard to drive, and drivers before Ricardo mm. have said that Lando Norris is about the only one that can do it. So, yes. Um, yes. and he's he's flying, obviously Lando, but. Notoriously hard car to drive. 
Absolutely, so, absolutely. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Tommy, we'll we'll keep the keep the text line open throughout. People oh, can keep sending their lay bins in throughout. Keep laying me. That's the fine. Morning. Yeah, just... keep <laughs> JD in the lay bin. Jake from Lang Warren. <laughs> hey. I'm back. I'm back. So people can <laughs> people can absolutely put me in the lay bin 100%. 0499-736-736. Big fella says, uh, morning, gents. All the best this Sunday. Welcome back, JD. Hope you had a great time. We all love what Ang- what Langdon said, but not sure whether Goodwin would have been impressed. I, I just personally think more of it. I give us yeah. Give us personality in the game. We know that players have different personalities, and some of them, they love the contest. Has Goodwin been asked what he thought? I haven't heard a comment. I would love from to him. hear what he's because he's quite a young coach, obviously. Well, I, I would imagine he would have been, been asked in the post game. Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't it. heard. So it. message us it. in if uh, see what he said after the game. I'd be interested because it, I think he wouldn't have minded mm. it being a younger coach and a, a bit new. And I, I like this from Ed Langdon, but he's got form in the in the area. I don't know if you remember last year he sort of potted Ross Lyon a little bit uh, in in, oh, in an interview. I, I think he yeah. potted Ross Lyon and said, "I oh, he, he wasn't really." The coach for me, or something like that. So he he's got form. He's got form, and I like it. Oh, I love it. More of it. Absolutely. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. John Donohoe, Tommy Haylock on the Sunday Betfair Edge. Tommy, we're going to go international next. We are going to speak to our man Rory Flanagan. There's uh, some big racing happening overseas, and uh, there could be some big nice names coming this spring as well. Artorius is up. Is it tonight? I think it's tonight, tonight 11.55. Yeah. So Rory we'll will run, run yep. us through all that because he is the international guru uh, for Betfair as well. Don't let the boogies make the rules. Back or lay, same game multis only at Betfair. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Rory Flanagan going to join us next. Sunday Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay, same game multis, only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Yeah, it's a Sunday Betfair Edge. John Donahoe, Tommy Haylock with you. Don't forget Betfair's Brownlow predictor. It's been right three years in a row, Tommy. Check it out today. Make sure you gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I reckon we'll get a, get to a bit of Brownlow chat very, very soon. We were just doing the lay bin, 499 736 736 uh, Andy says, I'm laying D-tag it on SEN Saturdays. Sam Island tipping $21 winners. Change the clocks. Like it. Like it a lot. <laughs> Done well. Uh, we, let's go international now, uh, Tommy, because... Uh, we've got to get the we've got to get this man on Rory Flanagan. He's going to join us to talk all things international racing, some horses that could be coming over this spring, and a big night as well for Artorias over there in is it France, Tommy? It is. Yeah, it is. Yep. beautiful. Hey, Rue, welcome. Morning, gents. Thanks for having me. No worries. Tell us about Artorias tonight before Tommy takes over. Is it uh, a good chance? Yeah, well, he's a uh, favourite, so he's got. Um... He's got a, a good chance, as far as I'm concerned, because he's stepping out in trip from 1,200 to 1,300, um, which should suit, because everyone always complains that he thinks more distance. So you're liking his chances. You're liking him back to the 1,300 metres. Obviously, he finishes off his races so well, uh, Taurus. He's a, a son of flying arty. Um, you no qualms. You see these sprinters sometimes, Rory, that can flash home over the twelve hundred meters or whatnot, and um, everyone thinks they should be stepping up in trip. Um, but you'd think the thirteen hundred meter suits. Yeah, it's an interesting one because you've got a bunch of horses in there who tend to do better over twelve hundred and wouldn't see out fourteen hundred, and then you've got some that are 
much better suited to 1400 and stepping down in trip doesn't see the best out of them so if if he can find a sweet spot with a, a cut into the race from from gate seven, which most of the horses that have won this race in the last 10, 15 years have come from gates seven, eight, and nine. He's drawn in gate seven, so that's that's pretty favourable. Um, and he's got some pace drawn either side of him to, to give him a cut into the race. Can he settle, can so he settle closer, Rory? Well. I, what was that? Can he settle closer from that barrier than he has over the 1,200 metres? Well, see, the thing in France is they just flop out of the gates and they just all walk for the first 75 metres. So um, I, I don't think they'll try and ride him upside down. I think they'll just hope that the 1300 brings out more in him. Um, but I still have I still have perfect power on top as the horse to beat for mine because he won the Commonwealth Cup at Ascot. Um, he's won races in France in the past and his, be- his best trip's probably 1400. So... 1300s would suit him. Um, but I still think Artorias is a, is a pretty good thing for a place. No, it's, that's his go, isn't it? Back in the place, Artorias is currently um, perfect power, $4.50 on Betfair. Head over to betfair.com.au for the market there. Deauville, eleven fifty-five tonight. Is perfect power the way you're playing the race? Are we, are we backing perfect power to beat Artorias and maybe back Artorias to place? Yeah, I'd, I'd want to have couple of different strategies in racing. We might have perfect power to win, Artorias to place, and maybe try and get the favourite beat um, who won't enjoy the step back up and trip, I, I don't think. So probably have uh, three three little darts. Interesting. Now talk to us. Obviously, we've got a massive spring coming up, Rory, and we saw a horse last night internationally that might be coming over the Cox Plate. You want to sh- uh, share your thoughts on this horse and whether he's coming over and uh, obviously won that million-dollar race at Saratoga, I believe. Yeah, a horse called Nation Na- Cry for Charlie Apple. He's Charlie Apple's only nomination for the whole spring final, which is interesting. Um, years, a few, three or four years ago, Charlie used to bring his horses over here and win everything, win the country cups, you know, QE horse by QE, Francis DC Bolt, not by Denley. Those were the good old puppy days. Um, but this horse looks really suited to a cox plate because the tight turning tracks they have in America that are shaped like donuts, that's really suited, uh, similar to Moon Valley. So if they're bringing him out here, I don't think he would start double figures. So plenty of people were shopping around straight after the race for $41, um, $34, because he's, in terms of ability, Three-year-olds over 2,000 metres, probably in the top three or four in And the tight tracks where he can get down with his short, sharp, powerful sprint really suits the valley. So if Charlie brings uh, I'm I'm super back in the day of all the back in the futures. Love that, mate. Love that. How does he compare to a horse like State of Rest who won in the States before coming over and obviously winning the, the Cox Plate and going on to win further group ones? Yeah, well, speaking of State of Rest... Um, that horse will be running next weekend in a in a Group One in France, and there'll be a host of three-year-old Group One winners as well. So it'll be crossing different form lines, and, and Charlie Appleby will probably have a horse called Caribus in there as well, who's their boom three-year-old over the mile. So apparently, Nations Pride and Caribus are pretty similar in track work together. So maybe they could draw a line through State of Rest to how Caribus goes against uh, State of Rest. I think with three-year-old weight allowance against State of Rest as an older horse, 
nation's pride might have shaded him. Um, he's got a better turn of foot, and the form of the horses that say the rest is beaten in this prep in Europe is not exactly what you want. But all you can do is win and beat what's put in front of you. Have you got any others um, you're thinking of or any other futures plays? You can head over to the anti-post markets on betfair.com.au. Any other futures from an international perspective that you're thinking of um, chiming in or you've had a bet on already? Yeah, there's a horse for Saeed Bin Sarur called Real World. Mm. Now, he's chased home Bayed's tail the last two starts um, and had complete panels on everything else behind him. Um, he's shown in Dubai that he can handle a tight track. Um, he can show that he handles most ground, bit of cut, firm ground. Um, Bayed's going to go to a 2,000-meter race weeks group one and he's a dollar 35 for that so as far as i'm concerned has the best form up on the planet if he comes out to the cox plate he should be the one favorite i think you can get more than double love it he's got similar form lines to the horse around second of winks um same say bin saror is that right or similar, similar yeah ben battle. Same ben battle yeah same sort of connections but He's got a better turn of foot than Ben Battle ever had. Ben Battle's uh, strength was that he um, he could race really handy and really prominently and kick strongly, whereas Real World's just got that extra gear that Ben Battle never had. There you go. Um, you got just quickly. You got anything for the lab in this week? Anything you're laying? <sighs> Essendon Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're a fan, aren't you? Or maybe not uh, after that. I'm. A, I'm. I'm close to checking into an asylum. They do to me every week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm sure you're not the only one, uh, Rory, who has uh, who's a bit disappointed with their footy club. My my mob last night, I would I would have put them in the lay bin, but it was just too easy. Um, unfortunately, the Saints. But uh, hey, <laughs> stick at it. You never know when it can turn. Good on you, Rory. We appreciate you joining us. Cheers, gents. Have a good one. Cheers, Rory Flanagan. There, uh, just joining us, talking all things international racing, and uh, just giving the bombers a little whack on the way through <laughs> as well. Easy. Don't mind it. Low Don't hanging it. fruit. That I like it. There's a couple of a couple of people on, off the text who will uh, come in now that he's whacked the bombers. They're <laughs> they're, they're, a, they're an untouchable here on Sen track, and Jimmy and Bandura will be all over it shortly. I have no doubt about it. Rory's a bombers man. So I know. I know. That's Z- all right. He's entitled okay. to put him in the bin. Absolutely. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three. Six. We're going to get some news headlines uh, coming up next. We might we might just look back a, a little bit at the the round of footy so far, and maybe we'll preview the World Cup as well. Obviously, a big uh, big World Cup coming up in Qatar in uh, in no in October is it? Mm. October yep. it is yep. too. I keep getting mixed up. Yeah, keep getting mixed up with November, Spring Carnival, well, October. T20 World, World Cup, Cup here. T20 and World Cup. The... You and I are very so big cricket fans. We'll, we'll be all over that. It's a big couple of months coming your way, and uh, SEN and SEN Track will be right across all of that. But for now, it's time for news headlines. Sunday Betfair Edge, John Donahoe, Tom Haylock with you. Uh, make sure you get on Betfair's Brownlow Predictor. It's been right three years in a row. Check it out today. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858 if gambling does become an issue. 0499-736-736. Let's uh, quickly recap what's been an interesting round 21 of the AFL season so far, Tommy. And uh, we've got three games coming up 
today as well. We'll get some Betfair odds on that. But if we look back at yesterday's games, obviously we know that Collingwood got up over Melbourne on Friday night by seven points. Look back at yesterday's games and we'll get a brief comment and uh, you can talk about where Betfair was with the markets there on each of these games. But Hawthorne with a seven-point win over the Gold Coast, over the Gold Coast, which effectively rules Gold Coast out of the postseason at the moment. Five goals to uh, to Jack Gunston on the day as well. Yeah, well, probably the Melbourne Collingwood game was massive in terms of the betting perspective. Yeah. Um, Collingwood starting price of three dollars eighty. Melbourne went into the game at dollar thirty five favourites. Melbourne firm they were dominant early. They um, <clears throat> a lot of people are wondering how Collingwood actually won that game. If you look at the stats, Melbourne mm-hmm. dominated, especially the first half. All stats they just didn't convert. Their kicking accuracy to goal was probably. What cost them? But um, they traded as low as a dollar eleven, John. So uh, Melbourne a dollar eleven in play. Collingwood obviously went on to win. They hit nine dollars twenty. So you could have got nine dollars twenty at some point in the match. Um, amazing, amazing performance. Jordan Goey was fantastic. He hit the first goal, nineteen dollars fifty on Betfair. Clayton Oliver. We'll talk about the Brownlow in a minute, maybe. Yes. Um, Forty-two disposals um, was a dominant performance. Petraka thirty-six as well, um, but the. Not good enough to get the, them over the line. Um, GWS Essendon. GWS mm. um, with the outsiders, $2.42. Were they um, really? Yeah, $2.42 wow. against Essendon went in. It's $1.66. Uh, Essendon actually hit $1.37 in play. You could have got three seventy-five about GWS in play as well wow. um, before they won. Pretty convincingly. Rory's not not happy with that result. <laughs> but uh, interesting there. The Bulldogs Fremantle match probably went about as predicted. Um which is yeah, which is interesting. Fremont hit three twenty-five in play, um, which is interesting. Uh, Geelong St Kilda. Geelong dominated from start to finish. Cam Guthrie um, had a quietish one, twenty-two disposals. Mm. Uh, Dangerfield a late out there, which was um, interesting. Didn't actually affect the result. Obviously, Geelong continued on their merry ways and. Port Adelaide, Richmond, Port Adelaide, um, Richmond actually, well, Port went in favourites, $1.74 against Richmond, $2.32. Could have got $2.60 about Richmond um, and Port traded as low as $1.62. Very nice. Well, the latter at, the, at this stage with two rounds to go, Tommy, as well. We know that Geelong are locked in for a final spot. They're on top of the ladder, 64 points. They were dominant again. This could be, I was having the chat with Scotty Lucas in the call last night and we both believe that they could be in better form now than they were in 2020 when they made the grand final against Richmond. And this could be their best opportunity just about to win it as well um, at the moment. Have we got a market on Betfair for the premiership? Have we, you got it handy? We definitely do. I'll get it up for you. Yeah. Just the, the thing with Geelong, like you'd think Melbourne at their best, they just haven't played four good quarters of footy yet. So they're the team, they're the team I'm, I'm waiting I still believe that Melbourne, come finals time, are going to... There's teams the that can just coast to the line. And, and for a long time, Richmond were doing that. Even in their even in their third year of winning the flag, they sort of just got to the finals and then went, Did enough. bang. But their best footy, I still think, is better than anyone. Yeah, I think so. I, I thought think... they played good footy the other night. Yeah. Just, just obviously didn't capitalise. And they're probably... Just struggling to string four quarters mm. of footy together, and and I still think they'll play. They'll be top four, and I still think they'll get that double chance. They'll play off. I I find it hard to believe that Melbourne won't be in the grand final this year. Oh, I'm with you. Oh, so, I think it's Melbourne Geelong grand final, and I think that's going to be a belter because watching the Cats up close last night, they're a hard team to play against. Melbourne are as well on their day, and and two teams stacked 
with uh, with stars. Dangerfield so. was hitting his straps. I know he was an out, yeah. but he started to build form at the right time of the year as well. Um, and they've played some brilliant matches together. We've still um, got Selwood to come back in. They've got uh, Dangerfield to come back in. Gary Rowan to come scary. back in. It's scary that what they're doing at the so moment. So Geelong are now favourites. Three dollars oh five at right. the moment. Wow. Melbourne four dollars ten. Sydney and Collingwood seven dollars sixty and nine dollars respectively. Um, name your own price for the rest. Brisbane have been pretty disappointing. Um, again, they're a good side. Their yeah. best is really good football, which yeah. we saw first half last week. Um, but yeah, there's the thing with Geelong, the other teams are, are the ones that are looking faulty and not at their best, whereas yeah. Geelong are just continuing to build and to build and, and they haven't done much wrong. There's just a, an air of confidence about them and a, a, they just trust each other and, and all good teams do that. I think it's a battle in three for the for the premiership, although I think I am I might be discrediting Collingwood a little bit in that because they are second on the ladder and playing some good footy. amazing, but, isn't it? But I, I, think it's, I think it's Geelong, Melbourne, and I think the big roughy out of this and, and one that people shouldn't sleep on is the Swans. Um, they're just they're going about their business since a, they had a couple of bad losses mid-season. They're going about their business quite nicely. They've got North Melbourne today, uh, who they should brush brush over, and then Collingwood next week is a big battle, and then the Saints they finish off with. So they could be a, a top four candidate for sure. What what are the Swans? Seven fifty. Yes. Yep. They're okay. seven seven dollars sixty at the moment. You can have about the Swans. So you'd think they'd win two out of the next three at least, mm. uh, which probably gets them into the fourth. Fourth spot, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think it's going to be a nice battle for the uh, for the finals. Melbourne and... Melbourne play Brisbane round twenty three, I do. believe, which they is do. going to be a blockbuster, and also have huge ramifications for the Brownlow Medal with yes. Petraka, Oliver, Lockie, Neal, all in the top four or five in the market there as well. So the Brownlow coming into the, usually around this time of year, you usually have a have a gut feel as to who's been dominant and who's the favourite. You know, and you go, yeah. If you when you when push comes to shove, he's probably had the best year of all. I'm racking my brain to find an outright favourite this year. Obviously, Clayton Oliver has had a huge year. Petrarca, Cripps early on was good, and then he faded a little bit. Lockie Neal, Miles has been Miles has been talking <laughs> about him since round two. He says it's over. Don't even bother. Lay everyone else back, Lockie Neal. He says it's over. Yeah, what he so, said about Ollie Wines all year last yes, year. Yes, yes, yeah, he did. And then Betfair made him look foolish. Oh, that was funny. Um, what, what, what's the market telling us? And what are your thoughts? Because I can't get a good read on this this year. So we've got the Brownlow Medal Predictor, the Brownlow Lowdown, thanks to Betfair, um, <laughs> during the week as well, which you can tune in. There's podcasts of that. I had a good chat last week. Um, the Brownlow Metal Predictor has it as the market has it in terms of how close this is. And I can't remember a year. I know last year was pretty close and even, but this year's even better. We've got Lockie Neal, $3.50, Andrew Brayshaw, $4.80, Petraka, $7.40, Clayton Oliver, $5.60, Paddy Cripps, $11, mm. Took Miller, who's had um, two best on grounds in the last two games, $8.20 as well. There's 26, the Brownlow Metal Predictor's got Lockie Neal, 26.5 votes, Brayshaw, 25.5, Petraka, 25. Oliver twenty four and a half and Petty Cripps twenty three. So yeah. three and a half votes between the top five or six there is phenomenal. So you forget about Andrew Brayshaw, how good he is and and how he could win a Brownlow this year or next year and Clayton Oliver. I mean it's what's, it's what's amazing about Brayshaw. Field. It is amazing about Brayshaw is he's still one vote off the predictor and he yeah. hasn't probably polled in his last three or four weeks. So he's yeah. second favorite and yeah. he's really missed an opportunity. Lockie Neal's only probably polled in one of his last four games as well. But they were they were leading the charge, and yeah. then we've had Petraka poll votes. Oliver maybe not so much, but Paddy Cripps, Took Miller, Sam Walsh, even Callum Mills are polling votes, and Zach Merritt's in the best form of his career yeah. as well, who's absolutely flying. I mentioned Zach Merritt earlier in the week. 
He's potentially going to pull five best on grounds in a row. Hasn't been done, or similar hasn't been done since Fife in 2015, where really? Fife went 3-3-2-3-3 three, 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 three in, wow. in five games. Wow. Um, so... <laughs> He's, he's, the Brownlow Metal Predictor's got him three, two and a half. So potential three, yeah. three, three, three. Unbelievable wow. form he's in. It's going to be, uh, Brownlow night, a lot of people say it's like watching paint dry. I'm fascinated by it from start to finish. I don't think I've won a bet on the Brownlow <laughs> in, I don't know, maybe maybe six years ago I won probably 10 bucks or something on someone. But uh, I, I it's so hard to get it. I, I like to go the uh, the group betting, you know, the team yep. team leader and all that. Never, never comes off the way you want it to. <laughs> never comes off. Head Someone over to always... Betfair. It's a great market to actually yeah. trade throughout the year. Okay. So you can actually bet now. They shorten a dollar or two. You can lay off and just yeah. build a bit of a market all year. So you've got 23 rounds. Like Back a player, lay him off, whatever it might be. You don't think Angus Brayshaw is going to poll well. You can lay him. And then if you like, if you think the Bulldogs are going to beat Fremantle for per se, yeah. lay lay. Brayshaw, then you can back him back after the week and just make money, just small increments, just chip away at it. Absolutely. Couple off the text before we head to our final break. Brayshaw didn't poll last night, so there's another one he's probably missed out on. Uh, Joe, uh, I'll get back to that in a moment. I'm a Melbourne supporter. Someone else says uh, Melbourne won't make the grand final this year if they can't get their midfield to forward connection working. Spot on. It's probably the only thing that we've, the only blemish on Melbourne's radar we've seen in the last couple of years. But it has been. For a few years now, they've yeah. really struggled to get their forward line set. Yeah, they still want a flag. And they it was still crazy. want a premiership. Crazy, and their midfield just obviously obliterated them uh, in the grand final last year, especially in that third quarter. Absolutely, it did. Uh, 736. We're going to take our final break. We're going to get some uh, tips from you uh, for today. I don't know if Miles, he, if he's still listening, he's having a, obviously a well earned day off. Uh, I don't know if he's got any that he wants to send through to me and we can read those out as well. But Sammy Holland and Cam Luke going to be with you after 12, right through until 5 o'clock. Big day of racing. Don't forget, SEN Survivor as well. Tommy, I know you need a new TV, so jump on board this. TCL 55-inch smart, 55 smart TV, all thanks to the Australian Jumps Racing Association, valued up to $795 on top of the $500 cash that you could win today. Uh, sensurvivor.com.au first race at 12.30 some registrations close around 12.30 and we will get a little bit of a preview for the World Cup as well I did I, I when, when I read World Cup I just assumed Soccer World Cup and I completely forgot about the Cricket World Cup so I don't know which one you want to discuss well the, the soccer's huge at the yeah, moment absolutely so we're, we're I forgot that there's soccer. two World Cups in, know, it's, in the same year so much going on so much spring going on. Absolutely. Increased prize money everywhere. Um, it's all happening. It's going to be a big couple of months. You, you're talking about your, your weekend in Darwin. Wait until, <laughs> wait for the next few months, Tommy. You'll be uh, you'll be run off your feet. Hit me up at the end of November. I might need a month <laughs> off. Absolutely. Tom Haylock here on Sunday, Betfair Edge. Who makes uh, who makes the B? Bet with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-85. Who makes the eight? I read that as B. B. <laughs> I was going to say, what's going on? What, who makes the eight? What am I going? What am I doing? <laughs> who makes the eight? Lay bet, bin. Bet now. Yeah, put me in the lay bin. Bet now with Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. I'm going to give myself an uppercut in the ad break. Back in a moment. Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and David Taggart. Don't let the bookies make the rules. Back or lay same game multis. Only at Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. No D Taggart. No, Miles Fitzner, both having well-earned breaks as we lead into a big spring. John Donahoe, nice to be back with you. And Tommy Haylock is here for Betfair as well. Betfair's Brownlow predictor has been right three years in a row. Make sure you check it out today. 
Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 And we just went through all the Brownlow markets. So make sure you head to Betfair now and jump on board because uh, it's an open race this year as well. Before we, Tommy, before we get to your tips as well for a big Sunday of racing action, and we'll uh, we'll talk about what's coming up on the hub as well on Betfair. Uh, make sure you jump on Betfair socials. We'll get some of uh, today's lay-bin up as well. Uh, you having a go at the uh, the AFL media, me having a go at McLaren in the F1, um, and people's texts as well, 0499736736. Quick World Cup market. I don't know if you guys started this last week or what, but uh, what, what are we what are we looking at in the World Cup preview at the moment? Oh, I'll have to get it up. Um, I'll just have to find this. We've, the market's been open for a long time, yeah. so um, it has been open for a long time. There's a lot of turnover. Head over to betfair.com.au to get it up. Just give me a second for I, me, mate. I imagine, I imagine here we go. reigning world champs France. Did they win the last World Cup? They did, didn't they? I believe. I can't remember. I can't even remember. Brazil, four, Brazil four are favourites. So there's oh, one, been 1.16 million um, turned over already on this market. FIFA World Cup winner 2022. Brazil going to the market uh, or going as favourites. Uh, $6.20 from France, $7.40. England, $8.00. Argentina, $9.00. Spain, $9.80. Germany, $11.50. And then uh, Netherlands, Portugal, Belgium in the next. Mm. If you want to have something on Australia, you can uh, chime in at 700s if you want. 700s? Yeah. Don't jump in. Gee, I tell but, you uh, It's going to be huge. Yeah. It's always a massive event, especially um, mm. for turnover and wagering and everyone chimes in and Betfair is the best place because there's so much liquidity, great odds and um, you can, yeah. Absolutely. And I'm I'm one who's more than happy to put my hand up and say I am a bandwagon World Cup watcher. So I only watch soccer when it's I'm international, when there's something on the line, you know, and not to say that EPL is nothing on the line, all that sort of stuff, but I, I have no real devotion to the EPL or the A-League. But when it comes to international soccer, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I will get up. I will watch it. I'll, you know, just soak it in for the two or three weeks that it's on. So I'm looking forward to this World Cup. It all kicks off on... What date does it kick off? Why don't you just have question. a While you're doing that, the English Premier League's starting up as well. Um, Man City go in as short price favourite. There's been $2.6 million traded on this, uh, the Premier League winner. Man City, $1.68. Um, you can lay them at $1.69, John. So if you're keen to trade them, whatever you might do, Liverpool, $4.60. They look the two. Tottenham, third favourite from Chelsea there in the Premier League. When's the World Cup start, mate? 21st of November. Now, it's interesting that I'm looking here. The, uh, the matches... It usually kicks off with uh, with the the host nation, but Qatar aren't playing until the twenty second of November. So we've got Senegal and the Netherlands, which is the first game kicking off on uh, November twenty one, and then England Iran on the twenty second as well. With the Qatar then playing Ecuador on the twenty second. So usually the host nation will kick things off, but not this time around. A unique World Cup as well, it must be said, because for the first time in a very long time, it's all on the one mainland. So it's all yeah. going to happen obviously in Qatar, but usually it's been, you know, you'd, you'd still have to fly into fly in and fly out to certain spots. Not this year. It's all in the one spot. So Not I'm a bad time that. zone either. Three a, 9 p.m., 3 a.m. and 12 a.m. Okay, are the, are the sort of, well, it's sort of like watching cricket in the UK, 9 p.m. is not too bad. Sort of, yeah, it's, it's not too bad. I think Australia's, I think one of Australia's games or two of Australia's games might be 9 p.m. and then one is 3 a.m. So it's not too bad. Uh, at the moment, but we'll uh, we'll keep our build up going to the World Cup as it uh, as it counts down, and we're going to get through spring first, and then straight into the World Cup. We've got cricket World Cup as well. Betfair will be all over that, as will Sen. Uh, we're going to cover all the games of the World Cup 
both cricket and soccer. Uh, your tips for the day, the best bets, whatever you've got, take it away. Yeah, just a couple of things to note. Um, 19 races between Ramwick and Flemington. Betfair had best odds compared to top tote on all bar two of them. So wow. head to Betfair, which is good. We saw some massive long odds winners. Um, no more than Hard Empire, who was $113.93 Betfair starting price, but did hit 480 in play, if you don't mind. Um, big odds winner there. Um, turn on the charm, hit $450 and won. Um, some deal, 180 um, Yeah, some massive odds winners. Casino Kid even hit $130. And Megan the last was 100 So um, two tips, Sandown race two, number three, Demon Blood, and Swan Hill race four, number one, Acquiescent John. Follow those two. Tommy, it's been an absolute pleasure. Quickly, what's coming up on the hub? Anything interesting for the Betfair listeners? So much, obviously, all UK racing. we got... World Cups galore, previews, golf, it's all happening. Yep, absolutely. Tommy, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it, mate. Thank you. Tom Haylock there from Betfair. Make sure you jump on the Brownlow markets. They've been right three years in a row, so make sure you jump on now. Uh, gamble response, we call 1-800-858-858. Sam Island and Cam Luke coming your way in just a moment. Stay with us here on SEN Track. It's Trackside time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.